Hi, this is Jesse, and welcome to Red Cloaks Radio. Today, joining me as co-host is... Laura Benesi, and I'm with the Red Cloaks. And today, we've got a really special guest. This is Leah Kostensky. Hello. Hi. We're so glad that you're here from Ruth Sent Us, which is a new, very exciting event coming up. Hi, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you guys so much. We learned about this really exciting effort to have a 50-state handmade event on Sunday. And uh, we'd love to know how you got involved. I actually got involved through our main coordinator and the idea concept uh, creator, who is Ashley. Um, She did one with a group of her friends and she put it on TikTok. And I had followed her because she had um, created a really cool shirt after RBG had passed. And Suddenly I'm scrolling one day and found this and was just like, wow, this is absolutely powerful. And I jumped in the comments, was one of the first people on there and was like, we should do this. This is amazing. And Ashley expressed her want to do a nationwide one. And I was like, let's do it. She created a Facebook page and here we are. For the TikTok, if people haven't seen it, can you describe it a little bit for someone who maybe has not met TikTok yet? (laughs) Yes. So it's a, it was about a 60 second clip I think she did. Um, It was just them standing on the steps of the uh, state capitol building in Arkansas and they were all wearing the red cloaks with the white bonnets or the handmaiden's tail garb and had different signs. You know, it was my body, my choice. Uh, Ruth sent us, which was kind of our go-to there. And it was with the uh, song WAP originally a little bit remixed with the uh, vamp up of Phantom of the Opera fading into it, which was really awesome. Um, So just seeing that and seeing those women there just, you know, proudly being like, this is who we are and we stand for our own rights was just amazing. Have you been any sort of handmade activist participant before? No, uh, this is actually my first time really getting involved in activism to begin with. You know, I was very vocal in front of friends and family on social media and, you know, to in person with them. But this year with everything going on, you know, it finally hit a point that I was like, no, it's time to be out there in person doing it. And this just was a perfect call to me to do that. So what was it that said to you, this is it now? I need- um, For me personally, I have my own reproductive health issues. I suffer from endometriosis and have been told um, at this point, I'm only 27 and have been told any possible pregnancy for me is high risk, which ultimately could lead to making a certain difficult choice. And so to have that ability taken away to be performed safely um, and legally, I just really feel the need to be out there with these women saying, no, we are the ones that get to make this decision. It is our doctor's appointment. It is our body. It is our life. Do you feel like right now, at least in your area, there are certain bills that are speaking to you and your group specifically? For me, I luckily live in Illinois, but I am here in the metropolitan St. Louis area. And for Missouri specifically, there are a lot of strict reproductive health care bills being introduced or talked about, which is a little scary. Um, The only Planned Parenthood around still that can perform abortions is in St. Louis. And seeing that driving through, you know, and seeing just people 
standing out there and uh, they're there for other health issues or other things and just being treated the way they are is heartbreaking. So St. Louis has got an incredibly lasting legacy of uh, racial divide and racism. Have you seen in your own experience that play out? Definitely. Um, I actually work in the downtown area as a manager and it's one of those things where uh, the majority of my staff tends to be um, in the, as members of the Black community, and especially seeing like this year, and you know, they come to me and talk to me, and they're talking about how uncomfortable they can be just, you know, trying to get to work sometimes and things like that, especially when protests are happening, and especially over this last summer when stuff was going on. It's just really rough and personal for me to fight for them because they are amazing people and they are people that are amazing part of this community. And it's heartbreaking to hear that they feel unsafe in their own city. Were those protests protests around Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or police brutality? Um, everything, specifically uh, here in St. Louis, we have a very close, uh, close. it's close to our heart because of the uh, Michael Brown case um, back in 2014 uh, out in Ferguson. and. The moment everything happened this year, Ferguson was the first place to start having protests outside the police station because it's happened to us before. It's amazing when something, shifting back to the TikTok video, it's amazing when something in social media actually has people step up and walk out of their house and do something. So in my community, George Floyd's murder caused people in a suburban community in Massachusetts the streets, the main street was just lined with hundreds, more than a thousand people came out because they just reached that point of not on my watch, not in my name. I don't want to see this. And it's very interesting seeing that happening across the country on different issues. I'm curious when you saw the TikTok, since you were one of the first people to comment, can you share a little bit for people who didn't see it, what the comment thread was like? I immediately jumped in. I believe mine was just like a three word comment the first time. It was just this powerful, amazing, just, I didn't know what else to say. I felt so overwhelmed and, you know, then people, other people started jumping in and it was along the same lines and people are like, where can we do this? How do we do this? What, and still to this day, you can jump on there and there's still people trying to be like, Hey, where do we go find stuff? And, you know, people are commenting, Oh, there's a Facebook page. This is where you go. And it's just been spreading nonstop. And so many people are on board with it. And it's amazing to see there are so many amazing women out there with the same like-mindedness. <laughs> had, had you seen any of the red cloak images before then? No, I hadn't. I had seen maybe like one or two people wearing it as protests kind of started up this year. Um, and once that kind of happened and then I saw that and I was like, man, this is a great idea. I, I, I'm so shocked. I haven't seen more of this already. And then, you know, we met you guys and it was just doors blown open. And I was like, no, this has been going on. This is going on everywhere still. So that was amazing. When people look at TikTok, what's interesting is there's completely different social media channels. So we have, I have a lot of friends who've been on Facebook, but they've left Facebook and protest. And then they're trying to find other platforms. Then there's Twitter, whole other universe of people there. And then Instagram, completely other place. Do you hang out in other streams? Actually, I'm mostly typically just on Facebook. I haven't really been somebody that's been like crazy on social media. Um, I have an Instagram, I have a Twitter, um, and I have TikTok. Uh, TikTok, 
was originally one of those things just to help me get through quarantine, um, kind of like everybody else. Um, but from there, you know, once things started happening and all of that, it, I ended up oh, seeing the side of TikTok, ended up being all these amazing activists and people speaking out. And it just really opened me up saying like, okay, this is a great platform to get this out to because it could show up anywhere at any time to anyone. So you know, this is great. Yeah, I'm sitting here preaching to my friends and family on Facebook, but that's all who sees my Facebook right. stuff. So this was a much larger platform to reach out to. All you have to do is make sure your account's public. So from there and use the right hashtags and things like that for the algorithm and all that. But it just made me, I think that was kind of the first step of me starting to be more vocal and being more active was this open platform. Oh, look. Kamala just got here. I love Zoom because friends can join us. Hi, Kamala. Hi. I'm going to dig in a little bit more about TikTok because one of the really interesting things that came out in the video was having this really empowering music contrasted with the image of really oppressed, suppressed women. And it's the kind of contrast that for those who do handmaids with signs, we see that contrast. Often the signs are really empowering and then the attire is very depressing and oppressive. So when you saw the music, what were your thoughts about the music? Um, I personally, for me, I <laughs> I often, I do like the song, I do. Um, I have a little bit of reservations just because of quite how raunchy it can be. <laughs> um, like, you know, cause we do have young women out there we reach out to and things like that. Um, but for adult women, it was just that amazing, here's the song that just came out and it's super empowering and yeah, I can be anything I want. And it's, it is a sexualized song. Whereas with Handmaid's Tale, their only purpose with sex was to birth a child. So that insane of a concept was just like, yes, cause it's like breaking out of that completely. And then you've got the Phantom of the Opera music coming in, which just, you know, gives you that just chills as the organ hits every time. So it I just really made it, right? It was just like, wow. Yeah. So like there's different takes on the music and I, I'm not digging in oppositionally, but like on the word raunchy, I think it's interesting as women that we don't have almost vocabulary to describe what it's like when women talk about sexuality. We need to come up with other words. So like, I would say the song is explicit or specific, right. but it's really not a judgment. It's- Yeah, no, not at all. It's, I think it's uh, overall, it becomes a personal opinion of music, to be honest. Um, just that's not my flow of music necessarily. So that's just not what, but I do see the other side of it and see how women find that absolutely empowering and amazing. And we should use that because it is something that we're oppressed on and it should be out there. We enjoy sex too. So, you know, like <laughs> it is what it is. And then just, it's interesting too, because it is a trending or was a trending song. And so people were falling into it that way too, which, which is great. Accidental yes. or not. Yes, right? exactly. Hi, Martha. I see you're tuning in. Hey, I think we're really excited about the event. So we're all like, Excited no, to be here. totally. <laughs> Hi, Martha. Hello. I'm glad you're here. As you think about Sunday coming up and you're now seeing people in all these different states, what are you noticing about who's stepping up to participate? What's the organization looking like? Today is Tuesday when we're recording, and I know we're going to ask to talk to you again next week after the event. So what are you noticing? I'm noticing such a large diversity of women, and that is what I think blows my mind and makes it 
absolutely wonderful is I've seen everything from young women to, you know, women in their 60s, 70s who have been protesting this for so long and just jumping on it and they think it's amazing and that is so inspiring to me too, to see like there are no generational barriers here. There are no occupational barriers. It's just, you are a woman and you want your voice heard and you want that decision to be made by you or anything to do with your own body or your own um, life ultimately. I mean, look at where we are now as women occupationally to where we were, you know, however many years ago. And that's just, I love seeing the diversity of it. I think that's what's really just absolutely crazy to me. I'm working with this team for a long time. As a woman, because I have seen in India too, I want to send an article recently how it happened. Women were scared and they won't do anything. Now women are so powerful, they'll kill their husband or a boyfriend. So they're getting there. But some of the organization, I'm so proud, especially with Jassy. She's not like just my friend. She's my hero. She's my leader. I talk about her every time. I have two girls and a boy. You know, she influences me. I was like subdued. I didn't want to join anywhere, go anywhere. And uh, by the way, my name is Kamala. I'm the Kamala Harris original. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> So I'm so proud of in this team. I can do anything I want. You know, if Jessie is there, even if she wants to go for a war with women, I'll go. That's how I feel energetic. So I'm so grateful and thank you. Well, that kind of sisterhood is really nice that it can be found on the internet or found through TikTok. Yes. So once you put up the event, we've been really cautious in our group, but we did set up a separate Zoom meeting. We met three of the women who had signed up and one of them is common is now putting out TikToks for us and with us as a team member. So that is really interesting. Have you met other new people through this process? I have actually. Um, one of the women, because what we did to make it easier to organize and get people connected to their own state uh, was we created an, in our albums, each state had its own album in the uh, photo section of the page. And so uh, as we did that, you know, I jumped into Illinois because that's where I am but I'm so close to St. Louis. I hopped into the Missouri one as well. Um, I ended up meeting somebody who's actually lives in my town, um, which I think is really cool. And a couple other people that uh, are mutual friends of friends that I didn't even realize. Um, so that's just so crazy to me that there's just one thing that can bring people together that are so close that you don't even realize that you could end up being really good friends have things in common, you know, whatever it may be. And just that sisterhood, like you said, is just absolutely awesome to have and be able to reach out to for anything. Well, and you are now our sister too, which is nice. Thank you. Yes, it's absolutely amazing to have people in other parts of the country that I can, you know, ever talk to or anything about anything like this. So that's absolutely great. You sing a song now, a little bit. <laughs> we do have the common thread. When you're looking at Sunday and people may have a chance to learn about it through listening here. What are ways that people can get involved? Um, honestly, other women around you would probably be a very good start, even if it's a small start, if you're interested in doing something like this. Um, obviously, we have our Facebook page, uh, which is Red Cloak National Protest Ruth Sent Us, which we are happy to help connect people to other people. Uh, that was our main goal, ultimately, was to just get other women connected and 
really just reach out together uh, to make the same stand. What What do you think you'll do after this? Um, after this, I would love to still see protests like this happen. Obviously, hopefully, I, I hope the next one we would have would be in celebration. Um, after what happens on no, whatever happens on November 3rd, I would really hope it would be a celebration of overcoming a lot of what's faced us this year. However, if, if the need comes, I will happily be out there with other women and continue this fight until our voices are heard, until something does change. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That would be cool, Jesse, if we did a, so we have a bill called the Roe Act that's, that's hopefully going to increase abortion access in Massachusetts. And we're really, really hoping that they're going to vote on this. It's been stalled for 18 months now plus, but, but we're hoping that they're going to vote for it by November 12th. And so it would be awesome to have like this giant party after that yes. and invite you all. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. So would. I wanted to ask you really quick, have you seen the, the Pro-Choice with Heart Facebook page and TikToks? I've seen it on TikTok. I haven't seen Facebook yet. I, we just actually recently saw it because Ashley was tagged in uh, one of the videos promoting the protest on the 25th. So that was really cool to see somebody else helping get the word out there. Yeah. Um, I think Ashley may have messaged that account just to see kind of like, hey, and maybe try to pair up a little bit with them. Um, but it was really flattering to have them take that opportunity to do it. And with such a fun challenge that is on TikTok as well, the uh, wipe down challenge with the mirror um yes, changing yeah. into the handmaiden and then back um which was great and i love seeing yeah and i love seeing <laughs> using these trending things to get the word out there because that's how the algorithm works on tiktok you take it and you twist it to whatever you need it to be to get your voice out there so the fact that other people are hopping on that and helping out is so cool well it's funny i i've been uh you know involved in this cause for a long long time but but just, I'm, I'm totally new to the whole TikTok world. And I have a 15 year old daughter who is, who is very patient with me. And, and um, she's, she's telling me about all this stuff and the algorithms and things like that. And I'm like, okay, I got to get on this. <laughs> so some people are, you know, pushed to action the other way and I'm pushed the, the TikTok way. So that's, it's good all over the place, right? <laughs> right. And especially in a time where we can't always get out there with the COVID-19 going on and everything, it's such a great way to still show like your support for your cause, your side, whatever it may be. And there's been some absolutely hilarious, amazing TikToks out there talking political or, you know, just human rights of any sort or anything like that. So. Yeah, and I have to say, it's really cool to see, you know, I'm, I'm talking firsthand with my daughter, but like seeing younger people and people that are even too young to vote still yes. getting really involved and interested yes. in this stuff through this, They're, that's that's their news, right? Or they're, they're digging deeper after they see stuff like this. Exactly, exactly. So if people get involved this weekend, the hashtag is Ruth sent us and people can do a search online in whatever social media platform they're in, use that hashtag Ruth sent us and it will ideally lead you to a whole bunch of different people who are putting up images now promoting the event. Some people did a little preview last weekend and people can get involved by looking for someone in their state. And if you're not in the state with a group that's already organized, you can go ahead and step up and lead because yes. even one handmade 
in front of a Capitol building, put that hashtag on and we will all find each other that way. Yeah, exactly. I want to know how, if I want to bring more women to this, because a lot of women doesn't know about this unless they involve, because they're busy with their kids and that and this, but uh, some of them like me, who my kids are already in college or whatever it is. So a lot of women would like to involve in that. How can they involve? So the best way to join day of, if you can't be physically out and about with everybody, um, is to use the hashtag Ruth sent us on all platforms of social media. It'll send that out. We could, we're going to be watching that hashtag to help share and promote it as much as possible that day. Um, so that way you can even participate from home, especially with everything going on right now. Um, if you want to get connected and go somewhere and be there with us, um, you can look us up on Facebook under uh, Red Cloak Nate sorry, Red Cloak Nationwide Protest, uh, colon Ruth sent us. Um, we are happy to add you into our group and get you connected with women uh, throughout the country so you can find what's best for you. But most of them are trying to avoid the Facebook. So is there any alternative solution for that? Um, the other alternate solution is we have information on uh, ruthsentus.org. Um, you can look that up and it's got all of our information. It's got an email contact, things like that, that you can use. It's even got a countdown going on right now until Sunday, which we're very excited about. Um, and also I understand too, uh, time is crunching. So getting those red cloaks or the exact outfit, uh, we are welcoming everyone and anyone. Um, if you don't have the time, but you still want to be out there with us, please join us. We would really love it. Um, everyone is welcome. You could opt to wear just a red t-shirt. You could opt to wear all black. You could just anything like that, that you can get out there um, and join us. We just need your voice. We need your faces out there with us. There's some groups that were already existing groups. I know I've met a woman from Florida who's doing this through the National Organization of Women chapter. There's some pre-existing groups of handmaids like those we've spoken to in Georgia and other states. And then also we've learned about Pro-Choice with Heart who's got an existing organization. So you can come by yourself, you can come with a group and you can start something new if you like. What's interesting is none of us own the idea of Red Cloaks and Handmaids because that belongs to Margaret Atwood. And she herself was inspired by reality as it turns out. So there's there's quite a, quite a history out there and the um, imagery is really strong, yes. I have a question. Um, is it only for the United States or across the world? Uh, if people would like to join us across the world, they are more than welcome to. Um, if they are willing to make that stand and help us out and help us be heard in other countries, that would be absolutely amazing. Thank you. You know, That's there are good. international impacts. So That's we really good. are all connected. So Leah, thank you so much for spending time with us. We would love to check back in next week when we can hear how everything played out. Thank you so much for having me. Can't wait to talk to you then. Thank you. Well, thank you.